Hello, you're listening to a sermon provided by the First Presbyterian Church of Mayopac. We worship on Sundays at 10 a.m., and you can watch us live either on Facebook or YouTube. And if you're in the area, there's always a seat saved for you. We hope that this message encourages you to continue growing in humility and faith. Thanks for listening. Friends, our scripture reading for today comes to us from Mark's gospel. And so if you would listen now to this reading from Mark chapter 13, verse 24 to 37. Though I invite you, if you are home, to take a moment, open up a Bible if you have one next to you, flip it to the New Testament section, and follow along in your own Bible. But of course, if you don't have one that is easily accessible, I encourage you then to follow along with me in reading this passage as it appears on your screen. So hear now these words that come to us this morning. But in those days after that suffering, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light and the stars will be falling from heaven and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory, and then he will send out the angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of the heaven. From the fig tree, learn its lesson. As soon as its branch becomes tender and puts forth its leaves, you know that the summer is near. So also when you see these things taking place, know that he is near at the very gates. Truly, I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all these things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But about that day or hour, no one knows whether the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. So beware, keep alert, for you do not know when the time will come. It is like a man going on a journey, and when he leaves home and puts his slaves in charge, each with his work, and commands the doorkeeper to be on watch. Therefore, keep awake, do not, for you do not know when the master of the house will come in the evening, or at midnight, or at the cockcrow, or at dawn, or else he may find you asleep when he comes suddenly. And what I say to you, I say to all, keep awake. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen. For today's meditation, I thought that I would offer you a few off-the-cuff remarks, you might say, on this idea of hope in the midst of hopelessness. Hope in the midst of hopelessness. If that sounds familiar, perhaps it should. It's 
sort of familiar to the theme of the interfaith Thanksgiving service we had, gratitude in difficult times. So hope in the midst of hopelessness. What does that mean to you at home joining us this morning? What does hope in the midst of hopelessness look like for you? I talked a little bit about this at the interfaith Thanksgiving service if you were watching online instead of in a breakout room. I do want to be a little careful when I talk about hope in the midst of hopelessness. Because as much as I can appreciate the practice of finding a silver lining in the hard times, I also don't want to discredit the hard times. I want us to acknowledge those places in our lives that hurt. Now, of course, we can go on the complete opposite end. We don't want to be all sunshine and all happy all the time, ignoring what's happening around us, but we also don't want to be those monks in Monty Python who walk around with wooden boards whacking ourselves on the forehead. That doesn't do us any good either. So it's somewhere in between where we find ourselves, managing hopelessness and hope difficult times in gratitude. So where do you find yourself this morning as you worship with us? Where do you find yourself this morning? What is your heart, your soul saying to you this morning? There have been times in my life, if I were to take a moment to share with you, where I have felt hopeless. I'm sure if we dug deep enough, we all might be able to name some time, some place where we felt hopeless. And so I'm telling you that there have certainly been times in my life where I have felt hopeless. And it's a crummy feeling. And to try and find hope in the midst of that hopelessness seems almost impossible. It's often not till later, after some time has passed, when I'm able to look back and see where those rays of light as I cue in the <laughs> uncontrollable sun come in to show me what that hope was. To give you a, a brief example, before coming down here to the Hudson River area, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do with myself, with my life. Served a couple of years as an associate pastor, but felt a little burned. And being a younger pastor, couldn't really imagine what, you know, 40, 50, 60 plus years of ministry would look like. And so I decided to come down to a little place called Mayo Pack, take a part-time call, and see what would happen. 
I didn't know what would happen, but it felt right. It felt like the place where God was telling me to go. Soon enough, look what happened. (laughs) A year and a half later now, almost, and you know, I can honestly say that this was hope when I was not feeling so hopeful. It's been a way not to only manage and enjoy and use my gifts to serve the church and to build relationships with all of you, but to also then serve the larger church, the broader church, others who are in our presbytery, as I now have the opportunity to work part-time here and part-time at a presbytery level. It's been great to have a variety of areas to use my gifts, my passions. And to me, looking back, I couldn't be more filled with hope now. Couldn't be more thankful. But it took a little bit of vigilance to keep watch, to be alert, to see where these pieces were coming from and how they all came together to lead me to where I am today. This morning, we hear in Mark's gospel a message about hope and a message about being alert, especially in a time of hopelessness. You see, what's important for us, I think, to understand about Mark's gospel is that the gospel of Mark was written in a time when the early church was facing a vast amount of persecution. The early church, the early Christians were fearful of what would happen next. So we hear this morning, as part of our Advent reading, this call to be vigilant, to be hopeful, to keep watch because we do not know what will happen next. As Mark's gospel tells us, only God knows. Only God knows. I sure wish on some days I had a crystal ball or a book that I could look into to know what would happen next, but I don't. I'm sure all of us would love to have something like that. So what we're left with, though, is the warning or the encouragement to be vigilant, to keep watch, to be active, to always keep our minds focused on the larger picture. Things may not be great now, but we are still called to tend to matters at hand. Matters that include how we love one another, how we serve one another, how we as a community come together in these hopeless times to make room for hope later on. How are you a part of that 
message, that narrative this morning that we hear in Mark's gospel? How are you going to be like the ones who have been tasked by a landowner to be vigilant, to be watchful, to perhaps even if you feel hopeless, to be hope for someone else? And that perhaps may be the broader question. How can we, who may be hopeless people, be hope for other people, who then may be a hope for us? Isn't that a beautiful coming together of the gospel? We may not feel hope now, But if we are hope for other people, then perhaps they may be the hope we needed all along. Hope in the midst of hopelessness. Christ, who comes into our world as we wait with anticipation until Christmas Eve, Christ comes into our world, we know, to be that hope. And we wait with hope. We wait while also working. Working on being everything that we know Christ is to us. So let us be hope. Let us be hope for the hopeless so that they may be hope for us knowing that at the heart of all this is the unending hope and love that comes from Christ. Amen. Thanks again for listening, and we will hold you in prayer as we head into a new week. If you'd like to learn more about our church and ministry, or if you'd like to learn how you can support us, you can visit our website at mayopacchurch.org. Until next week, God bless.